0: Welcome to Indy Radio Newsry, I am Prajakta and you are listening to the news updates for April 15, 2022. Here are the international news updates for today. Israeli forces leave 153 wounded at Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem On the second Friday of the month of Ramzan, Israeli police violently attacked Palestinian worshippers at the Al-Aqsa Mosque compound in Jerusalem. The Red Crescent Emergency Service reported that people were injured as a result of shooting of rubber bullets, the explosion of stun grenades, and blows. Since the early hours of Friday, hundreds of Palestinians had flocked to the site, carrying flags of Palestinian National Authority and the Islamist movement Hamas. Once the morning prayer was over, the Israeli police attacked the Palestinians to disperse them from the Esplanade and from the Al-Aqsa Mosque itself, which is the third holiest site in Islam. Russian worship sinks in Black Sea A Russian warship that was damaged by an explosion on Wednesday has sunk, Russia's defense ministry has said. Moscow, the flagship of Russia's Black Sea Fleet, was being towed to port when stormy seas caused it to sink, according to a ministry message. Kiev says its missiles hit the warship. Moscow has not reported any attack. It says the vessel sank after a fire. Elon Musk launches $58 billion hostile takeover of Twitter. Elon Musk has made a best and final offer to buy Twitter, saying that the company has extraordinary potential and he will unlock it. He will pay 54.20 US dollars per share in cash, representing a 54% premium over the January 28 closing price and a value of about 43 billion US dollars. The social media company's shares sold 18%. Philippines Duterte blocks built to register social media users. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte has rejected a proposed law requiring social media users to register their real names and phone numbers, citing threats to free speech and privacy, his spokesman said on Friday. The legislation, designed to combat fake news, online abuse, tech scams, and militant bombings, also required mobile phone users to provide their personal details when buying SIM cards. It was approved by both houses of Congress in February, but critics said it was but critics said it was a form of state surveillance. Duterte said he opposed the inclusion of social media user registration in the bill. Sri Lanka seeks immediate funds as aid from IMF and others. A Sri Lankan delegation is headed to Washington next week, looking to secure up to four billion US dollars from the International Monetary Fund that is IMF and other leaders to help the island nation pay for food and fuel imports and limit debt defaults. The team, led by newly appointed finance minister Ali Sabri, hopes to start talks with the lender of Last Resort on April 18th and secure aid as early as a week after negotiations. We need immediate emergency funding to get Sri Lanka back on track, Sabri said in an interview with Bloomberg Television on Thursday. Now to the national news stories. Local administration in Gujarat demolishes illegal kiosks after communal clashes. The local administration in Shakarpur village in Gujarat Khambhat on Friday demolished over seven kiosks and carts which allegedly belonged to those who had been arrested for alleged involvement in communal clashes which took place during a Ram Navmi procession a few days ago. One person had died in the clashes. According to administrative officials in Anand, seven to eight carts and kiosks which had been built illegally and which encroached upon government land were raised amid a tense atmosphere. A similar incident had taken place in Madhya Pradesh, where the Khargon district administration had earlier this week carried out a demolition drive, raising 16 houses and 29 shops after communal clashes erupted during Ramdavami celebrations. Karnataka minister does show of strength before he resigns. BJP stalwart and Karnataka minister K.S. Ishwarappa caught in a huge controversy today asked his supporters not to worry as he will be back. In a massive show of strength before his resignation, a huge convoy of cars accompanied him as he drove to the capital Bengaluru to resign. In his constituency, Shivmoga, supporters protested against his forced resignation. I don't want to cause any trouble for my seniors and well-wishers in the party, so I am meeting the chief minister in the evening to submit my resignation, Ishwarappa said. Air India starts restoring salaries in a phased manner. Air India is restoring salaries of employees in a phased manner to pre-pandemic levels as the aviation sector is recovering with the decline of COVID-19 cases in the country, according to the airline's official document on Tuesday. Air India's document on Tuesday said that pilots' flying allowance, special pay and body allowance were cut by 35%, 40% and 40% respectively after the onset of the pandemic. From April 1st this year, flying allowance, special pay, and wide body allowance of pilots are being restored by 20%, 25% and 25% respectively, the document stated. New heat waves in Delhi and Rajasthan A fresh heat wave is sweeping across parts of Rajasthan, Delhi and Haryana, with the India Meteorological Department that is IMD stating that these conditions are likely to continue till April 19th. The MED department also announced on Friday that these regions are experiencing the third heat wave of this season. This comes after a prolonged and severe spell of heat wave abated barely three days ago. Saffron flags outside JNU days after student clashes on Ramnavmi. Days after clashes erupted at the Jawaharlal Nehru University, that is JNU in Delhi, saffron flags, allegedly put up by a right wing group Hindu Sena, were seen outside the campus on Friday. Visuals shared on social media showed some posters and flags outside the campus. The posters were later removed by police, according to reports. There has been no reaction from the JNU administration yet. We respect your ideology and every religion. Insult of saffron will not be tolerated and we might take stringent steps. Hindu SENA chief Vishnu Gupta is heard saying in a video being circulated. On Sunday, the JNU campus saw violence as two student groups, left-wing student unions and the ABVP, linked to the RSS, countered each other's allegations. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio Newsreel. For more news, audiobooks, and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to ww.indijournal.in. Do consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.